When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Around the horn with Gordon Cronin, Marcel Louis Jacques, Frank Isola, and Bill Barnwell. Martians land on planet Earth. How do you even begin to explain to them the Buffalo Bills and the history of wide rights? Pain. Mahomes again. The Lions again. Lamar's statement. And Purdy's statement? Let's go around the horn. Jordan Love lost when he made a statement. That's pretty good. The game that was so good and so clean through the first three quarters and then went sideways. The fake punt, the end zone fumble touchback, and on the last Bills drive, the bomb to Diggs, 60 yards from arm through fingertips. The use of time. How Buffalo survived Allen's fumble here. And then the key plays. The play on second down. Allen going for the touchdown. But not getting it. Look how Chris Jones disrupts him just enough. Third down. Some terrific KC defense. And then fourth down. Tyler Bass. Missed kick. Wide right. Ball game. KC moves on to the conference title as they always do. Buffalo goes out earlier as they often do. Bill Barnwell, around the horn to you. Where did it go wrong for the Buffalo Bills this time? It went wrong with about eight minutes to go when they took over for that final possession and decided to slow things down and turn this into the final possession of the game, hopefully for either team. After that Khalil Shakir fourth down completion with five minutes to go, the Bills ran a total of four plays between then and the two-minute warning. They wanted to slow this game down. They wanted to have Josh Allen control the clock. But then second down, he tries to take that shot deep. I don't fault him for taking that shot, but passes up a Stephon Diggs drag route underneath that's open. They have two incompletions, have to try a longer field goal than they expected. They were willing to let this game count down to either scoring a touchdown or tying it with a, a field goal. And we're not willing to, I guess, countenance the possibility that Tyler Bass would miss. But that's exactly what happened. Strategically speaking, though, wouldn't you say their history, including the 13-second game of lore, would suggest that was the right strategy? Try to slow it down and not give Mahomes a chance to get the ball back. No, because if the, the Chiefs can score a field goal within 13 seconds, you have to trust that even if you give the ball back to the Chiefs, you might get the ball back with 20 or 30 seconds and be in a position to drive down the field and score. I, I think you have to believe that you can get two possessions with eight minutes left. Frank Isola, I'll bring you in. Yeah. Yeah, I, I disagree with Bill, but I'll say this. Everyone made a big deal about Patrick Mahomes playing his first road playoff game. The guy was 38-11. and 11 going into this game in the regular season on the road. He's not exactly a fish out of water. He's still the best player in the sport. If the field goal went through, the game would have been tied. And with a minute 40, he would have drove them down the field. They would have used every second on the clock, and they would have won on a field goal. The first play of the final drive by Baltimore, Stephon Diggs has to make that catch. Is it an easy catch? No. 
but he has to make that catch, number one. Second down, like you pointed out, Tony, they were just unlucky. Offensive lineman gets pushed into Josh Allen. The only thing I would have done on third down, Josh Allen needs to gain a few more yards to make it a little bit easier for his kicker. But let's remember, the 13-second game, he put his team in a position. They had the lead, and then yesterday he put them in position to tie the game. What more do you want the quarterback to do? In so that you're situation? not blaming Josh Allen. Marcel Louis-Jacques, one went wrong for Buffalo. Yeah, I can't blame Tyler Bass either. He was 9-for-9 nine nine on game-winning or go-ahead kicks in the final two minutes of the game. Like, the guy is one of the highest-paid kickers in the NFL for a reason. It started to swirl down the drain on that fake punt from when uh, they took Josh Allen off the field and decided to go direct snap to a backup safety, DeMar Hamlin. Josh Allen has picked up more first downs on the ground in his first six years of NFL than anyone in history other than Lamar Jackson. He is a weapon. It doesn't matter if the defense sees it coming. That's the beauty of having Josh Understood, Allen. Understood, but didn't that go pick it up anyway. away the second Kansas City fumbled the ball at, at the goal line and, and Buffalo got the ball back? Technically so, but there's a little bit of surrender when it comes to when you see a coach make kind of a desperate decision like that to where I'm going to try some trickery instead of just doing what got us here. And also, you can't take anything away from Kansas City's defense. That might be where everything went downhill was during the meeting rooms during the week. No plays of 20 or plus yards downfield for Buffalo. That's excellent defense, excellent defensive game plan from Tony Spaggs. And Courtney Cronin. Excuse me. What happened is pretty simple. What worked for Kansas City, their star players showed up. What didn't work for Buffalo is that theirs didn't. When you take a look at what happened defensively, Ed Oliver, Daquan Jones, 38 combined pass rush snaps, zero pressures from both of them. Where was Stephon Diggs? Where has Stephon Diggs been, Tony? The last, I don't know, eight, nine weeks of the season since week 10, all the way through the divisional round, one touchdown. Where's the guy weeks one through nine who had seven touchdowns, over 800 receiving yards? This offense failed Josh Allen in those key moments because his key players failed to show up in those moments. And that's something leading towards the offseason that it's going to be part of the hard decisions that this team is going to have to make in terms of its personnel. Bill Barnwell, is this loss worse than the 13-second game? It came at home. I think so. I mean, this is a situation where the Bills are two years older. They have a, a much messier cap situation. They're more than $40 million over next year's cap. And the Chiefs are one of the youngest teams in all of football. The Bills have so many players over 30 hitting the back end of their careers. Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde, Von Miller, even Stephon Diggs, who Courtney mentioned, who just signed a new contract this past year. They have major questions about how they're going to build their roster, and the Chiefs really are set to win around this core, outside of maybe Chris Jones, for the next few years to come. So to me, I think it's going to be harder for the Bills to beat the Chiefs in the, in, in the years to come than it might have been this year, and it would have been two years and ago. Marcel, what now for the Bills? You have to ask yourself if the roster is currently constructed has reached its ceiling. This is four straight AFC East titles, and it has not led to them hosting an AFC championship game at home. Matter of fact, the last two years, you're losing to the Bengals at home. You're losing to the Chiefs at home. Sean McDermott has been a great coach. He overcame so much the past couple years, and the way that he overcame the injuries on defense this year has to be applauded. But you also have to objectively look at it, if you're the Pagula family, and say, has he maximized his potential here in Buffalo? Does somebody else have to come in and clean it up? Courtney Cronin, are you asking the same question? 
I am, and if you're looking at it objectively, Sean McDermott enters 2024 in a must-win situation, which means he's going to have to hire a defensive coordinator. Remember, when Leslie Frazier left, he didn't he didn't replace that position. He ended up calling defensive plays. And what happens if Joe Brady ends up getting a head coaching job? Do they like the offense as is? It felt like once they made that switch from Ken Dorsey to Joe Brady, they had a more balanced attack. But is that something, very clearly it didn't show up yesterday, is that something Something they feel that they can maintain with Josh Allen, 27 years old, going forward. The window to contend is still going to be there for the next decade. They're just going to always have to go over this Patrick Mahomes hurdle, and they haven't figured it out and yet. And Frank Isola with every playoff game and nearly every playoff pass now, a referendum on some of the quarterbacks in this league. What now for the Bills? I mean, they keep losing to the best team with the best player on. I don't care what the age of the players is. Josh Allen is still going to be there. They'll be fine. I heard the same thing about Kansas City. Tyreek uh, Tyree Kill's not there. They're going to fall apart. All they do is keep winning. As long as the quarterback is there, they'll be Barnwell, fine. last word on this. Bills have won three straight games against the Chiefs in the regular season. This is not a structural flaw where they can't beat the Chiefs. They just haven't done it in the playoffs. One more thing from this game. It's the fumble at the goal line touchback. The NFL has toyed with changing that rule. They may again consider it this offseason. Marcel, where do you come down on it? I think it's appropriately, yeah, I think it's appropriate. People hate it, but it's the same for everybody. It's fair, and it is a punishment that fits an even worse crime. Forty Cronin. Don't fumble near the goal line. I am so on the other side of this. You can't, I'm not even in the same room as Marcel. This is the dumbest rule in football. Let's stop treating the end zone like it's some hollowed ground. What happens in this situation should be a loss on down, return the ball to the line of scrimmage. And if it is on fourth down, then it becomes a turnover on downs at the line of scrimmage. Go Barnwell. There has to be more punishment, but the, the punishment does not really fit the crime. I don't agree with Marcel. I've always advocated for the reverse touchback. Loss of down, push the ball back out of the red zone to the 25-yard line. There's a punishment, but you're not losing the football for stretching the ball out a little bit near the goal line. That happens sometimes. This was a ball being knocked out by the defender, so it wasn't just a sloppy play by an offensive player. The defender did make a play. Frank Isola? Yeah, that's why can the defense be rewarded for something? And the end zone is hollow ground. The biggest rule I'd like to see change is when the brilliant Patrick Mahomes is scrambling. Just before he's about to get sacked with his left hand, he throws it into the crowd. How is that not intentional okay, grounding? Right. I mean, he's We're the only guy that thinks that far ahead. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> that's the play that bothers that, okay. me more. Let's just go through every play of the game and see if we want Frank Isola to throw that, it out of the rule the book. big one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on. Now to Detroit, where the party started before the game, through the game. And after the game, a wild release of decades of why not us, Lions 31, Buccaneers 23. The way Detroit took this game over in the second half, the way they held the lead, the way they hypnotized Tampa into not using their last time out. Courtney, what was the number one thing Detroit did to punch their ticket to the conference title game? Hey, those rookies came to play, whether it was Brian Branch leading the team in tackles. He had a sack. He also said he could play better next week, so I'm excited to see that against San Francisco. Sam Laporta came through. Jameer Gibbs with the rushing touchdown in the fourth quarter. And let's make sure to give some credit to that offensive line. Frank Ragnow was in pain, and he still gutted it through and was able to play that game. Louis Jacques? Yeah, I love what Courtney said. These rookies, I don't know if any other team had a better first four picks of the draft than the Detroit Lions did. They've got the playmakers, and they've got the quarterback, Jared Goff, 11-12 for the touchdown in the fourth quarter when the game is on the line. They've got the playmakers to beat San Francisco. It's not out of the 
question that Detroit is representing the NFC in the Super Bowl. Frank, I saw the number one thing you saw yesterday in the win to get yeah. them to the conference. Yeah, it, certainly Jared Goff in the running game. It's impossible not to love this story. Everything, ever since that crazy two-point conversion that failed against the Dallas Cowboys, everything is broken right for the Detroit Lions. But the running game and the defense, they play indoors. They have a team that could win in bad weather as well. And Bill Barwell. It was the pass pressure. This is a situation where the Lions desperately need something to step up next to Aiden Hutchinson. They got something working with those slot blitzes. They had a couple sacks on Baker Mayfield. With Brock Purdy, we know we're going to have to pressure him to get the Niners to struggle. That could be the way they beat the Niners next week. Mm. A little bit of a tease from Bill Barnwell there. Should we call time out here, or should we just let the clock run? Let's let the clock run. Croden, seven. Louis Jacques, five. Isola, nine. Barnwell, nine. Fire till next. Throw the ball out of bounds with your left hand. What? Around the- Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from above the Heineken River Deck. The statistics that the San Francisco 49ers had never come from behind in the fourth quarter in the Kyle Shanahan era like they did Saturday was something you heard over and over. And, of course, the same was true for Brock Purdy in his two years. So the question coming out of San Francisco 24, Green Bay 21, Courtney Cronin, was it good and important for the Niners and Purdy to have that win versus the Packers, or was it concerning it came the way it did? It's concerning because it's almost like they didn't know how to act when they had to come from behind to win this game. Of course, Kyle Shanahan and the strange clock management at the end of the first half, that's really nothing new if you take a look at the track record. But this is a team full of stars, Tony, yet when Debo Samuel went out of the game with that shoulder injury, they had to go off script on all of these plays. I mean, nothing highlights that more than the handoff to Jawan Jennings, which is very clearly a play that was meant for Debo Samuel. But the Christian McCaffrey first half year 
usage, a lot of those things expose some of the vulnerabilities in this 49ers team that you hope they can clean up before the NFC Championship. So you see this slightly more as a concerning thing, the way they, the ebb and flow of the game and how they came back to win. Marcel Louis-Jacques, how about you? I'm going the opposite route. Like, they lose Debo Samuel and guys like Chris Conley step up. Juwan Jennings step up. After that first round bye, like, let's not act like Green Bay is just some scrub team. They're a young team. They're ahead of schedule, coming off a huge win against Dallas. Like, they had a lot of momentum coming into that game against the 49ers. This was a good win against an upstart team after a long delay. I'm not going to give them – I'm not going to take points away from them for doing what's expected. Now they've got a big challenge coming up in Detroit, but I'll applaud them for figuring it out. That's what good teams right, do. Right, Guysola? Yeah, I want Jordan Love on my team. I thought the 49ers, both offensively and defensively, were very underwhelming until they needed to make plays. And Brock Purdy on that final drive was terrific. Give him a lot of credit. So I, they won the game at home, and you're doing it that way. That's how quarterbacks make their bones in the NFL. And their defense finally came up with, with a stop when they needed to. Ever since that Aaron Jones 53-yard run, the game changed at that point. And Bill Barnwell. This was a very worrisome performance for the Niners, and I can't believe we're not talking about it in any other way. Brock Purdy's off-target percentage in this game, over 27%, double his normal average. Zero sacks for the pass rush in this game against the Packers. They won this game because the Packers dropped a pick six, and the Niners caught two interceptions from Jordan Love. Give them credit for doing that, but I think they have to play better to beat a better Lions team. Courtney Cronin, can I go back to you then on Brock Purdy? I said this before. It seems like every playoff game and every single possession and pass becomes a referendum on quarterbacks and Brock Purdy's, your view of him after the up and down game here. I think he, as you said at the top of the show, that statement drive that he had in the fourth quarter, that might have been the most important drive of his short career. He got it done. There's still concern, obviously, if they're going to be without Debo Samuel for the NFC Championship. But in the end, you, gr- you they grinded out a really tough win at home, and hopefully for their sake, they're able to do it again with Purdy. And Marcel on Brock Purdy from the, from the start where he's off, he's being pressured quite a bit to the way he finished the game. To borrow a cliche, it don't matter how you start, it matters how you finish. And when it mattered the most, he delivered on target ball after on that's target all you ball. I saw a comparison. Okay. All yeah. right. That's all I needed to see. Well, Bill Bardwell seems uh, to suggest he needed to see more. Go ahead, Bill. This was a confirm your priors game for Brock I felt Purdy. that way, too. You don't really like Brock did. Purdy really if you, you think he's struggling. You got plenty of evidence that he can't do it. And if you're a believer in Brock Purdy and think he's going to come up with big plays when it matters, you got that, too. I don't think we learned anything new about Brock Purdy besides the fact that maybe he doesn't want to play with a glove on his hands. And the same is true again. Let's go to Lamar Jackson now because the Ravens, of course, practicing and prepping for Kansas City today. They manhandled the Texans. But talking about priors here, Bill Barnwell, as you just did. So maybe Jackson exercised the demons that some thought he needed to exercise in a playoff game. Some didn't think he needed to. He had a near-perfect game. Now that he did it against the Texans, he's up against Kansas City, but he's going to have to do it all over again or whatever happens to the discussion happens to the discussion. Go ahead, Bill, on what the statement Lamar Jackson made. 
This was a statement that Lamar Jackson and the Ravens are smarter than they were before. The Texans surprisingly blitzed them 69% of the time, one of the highest blitz rate for any team on any defense all season. The Ravens struggled in the first half. They adjusted more RPOs, throws uh, with pick plays, getting Lamar to the outside on his runs, changed the game, helped them win and turn things around. I don't think they make those adjustments in playoff losses in years past. Frank Isola. I don't think he was near perfect in the first half. In fact, I thought he looked a little rattled. I thought the game changed with the missed field goal by the Texans and then that terrible second half kickoff where Baltimore turns it to midfield, and that's when I think Lamar Jackson settled in and played really well. Second half, terrific. First half, a little shaky, but he won the game. That's all that matters. Marcel Louis-Jacques. Yeah, I, I think maybe a little too much focus on Lamar Jackson's priors and not enough focus on what the Ravens have done this year. 7-2 against playoff teams, plus 145 in those nine games. They've dominated San Francisco. They dominated Miami. I was sold after that. This isn't just the best team in the conference. This is the best team in the National Football League, and they're the hottest team in the league. That is a dangerous combination. Hey, Cordy Crone, statement from Jackson or Baltimore you were focusing on? Yeah, respectfully, I'm not going to mention Lamar Jackson here because how about we give some props to that defense, which is due a lot for from this game. No plays were run inside the Ravens' 25-yard line. That's the first time that's happened in about five seasons. And this is not a defense that has that star, star pass rusher up front, more than one of them, yet they have 60 sacks. That leads the league, and that's something that they're going to have to carry into the AFC Championship. See, but that's exactly what I'm talking about. Everybody's like, Lamar's got to win in the playoffs. He has a game where he goes for 150 yards passing and two touchdowns, runs for 100 yards and two touchdowns. That's the second in the history of the sport in the playoffs. And you're like, ah, he's got to do it again next week. It's a superhero's journey. You save the world one day, you got to save it again the next day. Isola, Barnwell, showdown next. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Ohio State over Iowa, huge overtime win for the Buckeyes. A court storm, and that's when the most bizarre, stunning headline of the weekend, Caitlin Clark colliding with a fan, happens. And vice versa, the fan colliding with Caitlin Clark. Frank, there have been ridiculous takes on this. How did you see it, and how did it happen? It's outrageous. Keep the fans off the court. Maybe if Ohio State tackled like that against Michigan, they would have played in the Big Ten Championship game. But a terrific oh. player can guarantee easy way to do it. Protect the court, and guess what? You're either getting suspended or maybe kicked out of school. Stay off the court. Get off his lawn and his Frank's court. Frank's crazy. 
Frank is crazy. You're not keeping dozens of, of college, drunk college kids from running onto the court. We shouldn't be forcing athletes to play Frogger at the end of their games, get them a path away from the court. There were some who were arguing that Clark that Clark actually dove. She, she had a dive after the hit. She said she got the wind oh knocked out of her. She's okay. And yes, students should be Scary able to situation. celebrate by running on the court. We'll split the point. We'll move on. No, the American true. Express Golf Tournament typically gets you 1.5 million. But Nick Dunlap clears zero because he's a college sophomore at Alabama and an amateur. So he's not allowed to quote unquote earn the money, end quote. Bill, should this still be the rule in 2024? Absolutely not. Put it in escrow. Everyone in golf besides this guy is able to apparently get tons of money. The second placed winner, Christian Bezadenoit, got all of the money for first place. That is stolen valor. Mm. Unacceptable. Right, guys, Sola. Forget about everyone in golf getting the money. Every college student now gets paid. How about some of the money that the Alabama football players are getting? This guy needs to hire a good attorney. Get your money. This is not about the Alabama football players. I saw what you tried to do there. Bill Bardwell, 30 seconds of FaceTime. Udonis Haslam had his jersey retired and raised to the rafters by the Heat over the weekend. Credit to him for a long, successful career as a role player with the Heat. I think other teams should also do this. Take advantage of an opportunity where you have a player who has dedicated his career to playing in one spot. Jeff Foster wasn't a great player. Raised his jersey to the rafters with the Pacers. Kevon Looney should get it for the Warriors in a few years. Give them the opportunity to be rewarded for their loyalty. <laughs> Uh, Everybody run on the court, day. and we're going to retire your number. Let's do that. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.